Damen and Herren, do your children bother you? Are they overly incontinent, straining your ceramic ware with incessant complaining? Perhaps you long for the days when you could be left alone to listen to the virus in peace, taking a stein or six at the local beer keller, or even enjoy dinner without that nasty infantile nappy changing. Then you need runs away. We at Harmon Curtain Mayor have developed Runs Away with our UK partners at Himmler Crippen Hague to bring peace of mind and silence to all Reich households. Every spoonful of Runs Away will cure diarrhea, cramps and silly childish crying within seconds. With our patented suppository composing benzoic acid, camphor, aniseed and opium. Runs away is guaranteed to clear the stomach, cement the floor of stools, and stupefy even the most recalcitrant child. Runs away now available in chloroform patches for adult application. Only available from Harman Curtin Mayer, a subsidiary of Himmler Kripping Hague. Side effects may include drowsiness, addiction, and coma. Do not operate heavy machinery, stationary, or secretaries. Please drink responsibly. And now, we return to our heroes in Dr. Nine. Right. Everyone served? Lovely. Nice and boozy at the back there. Good. You'll need it for what's coming. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yes. That's odd. I thought I'd stop the tea service last week. Anyway, you lot, I'm sure I made it perfectly clear that my office and its environs were now totally out of bounds to you. And yet you, Miss Pencil Skirt, have broken into the filing cabinets and taken a top-secret report. You are to stop reading it at once, or your privileges are revoked. I've brought in your replacement. Hello, everybody. Oddlooms! How can you betray us, working for the enemy? Hubert, you're a voice of reason. Talk to him. Hold on, Bentley. Colonel Schertz is hardly the enemy. He's, he's a generous and forward-thinking employer. Why, look at how he recognised my talents over that swilling pig of a research assistant of mine. Uh, be fair, Benters. I- I've got a wife and children to feed. No, you haven't. Yes, well, I really should be getting round to it. Uh, <clears throat> Colonel Schertz's offer to return was too good to refuse. The pay's excellent. Only because he's getting Lessimas to smelt the office stationery clips to scrap metal. Colonel Schertz, it is Sir Royce's office while he recuperates. You are merely acting director of MI6 and a quarter until he recovers. These changes are too broad. Moreover, Schertz, you degenerate harasser of mothers, I've been waiting for two and a half performances to find out how my mother escaped your fiendish claws, and I shan't be denied the conclusion. Well, I make it three against two. So democracy for once has its uses. Toe the line. Put the file away. We'll hear no more of it. The audience deserves to hear the truth. So do I. On your head be it. Finish the story. Klein Darman's report is flawed anyway. Tea, dear. One sugar. Oh, why not? Oh, you've got my order right. How thoughtful. However did you know? Hmm... Go on, pencil skirt. Read on. Much good it might do you. Where were we? Ah, yes.
A little after six or five the next evening, down in the R&D department of MI4 and 9 tenths, two figures hunched over a mass of wires, capacitors and a mains conversion transistor. A file of my photographs showing the disconnected device lay scattered on the table and the air was thick with heated scientific debate. And the heads of an unnamed cast strength, speside single malt. Dame Parabola, Professor Kleindarman has clearly identified the wiring schematic here, here, and here. I'm certain that this example of this, um, uh, this brown noise machine we're building needs to run with alternating current. If we're to be of any help to Agent Schertz and Strangefrost, we must get this right. That's a nonsense, Hubert. If we were meant to use alternating current, then that lovely Edison fellow would have been wrong about that elephant. Now, let's get it connected up. I've got a dinner to get to. But Professor Kleindarman's photo here shows a transistor and not a capacitor. Robert, I am running late. Hair Eclipse will be looking for me. Greenwich Observatory has a late-night viewing platform that we're just dying to utilize. <laughs> I hear the view of the Thames is divine. Anyway, I'm not sure I fully trust the good professor. Why? She's a woman. Dame Parabola, I hasten to point out against my better judgment and possibly empirical evidence. But so are you. Possibly. It's quantum. <clears throat> Besides, she's German. But so is her eclipse. Yes, but he has other talents that um, keep him far more useful. Hmm. If you turn that hmm? thing on as it is, who knows what will happen? We could be responsible for killing our own agents. What do you say to that? Oops. Dame Parabola, please... Won't you consider Klein Darwin's photo once again? It'll just be a moment to rewire that section there. Uh, uh, very well, Hubert. If you insist, I will require a cup of tea to get over the boredom of watching you work. I'll just go and get the kettle on. Hubert? I'll check the cellar. Ah. Herr Eclipse, can you please come and help me? Yeah, of course. I'll just get my dressing gown. Right, Hubert, now you're out of the way, you smart little know-it-all. Yorianus is going to fix this so she can get out on a date. Right, a little solder here, connect this wire here. Why on earth is he added in this contraption? Off we goodbye, useless rubbish. Ah, dear me, Hubert, you're quite idiotic, aren't you? Hmm. Ah, now a little, um... Little connection here, <clears throat> and um, hey presto, all the lights are on, the power is set to direct current. Hubert Lessemass, you have to get up pretty early in the morning to get one over on old Yorianus. <laughs> and now for the little on switch. Yes, yes, it's at least 18 years old, and then she agreed to try it my way. My, this whiskey's strong. You, you can smell the smoke even before we've unscrewed it. Indeed, it is very potent. I'm exceedingly glad for you, Hubert. You deserve some credit. Oh, oh my, what has happened? Well, Herr Eclipse, 
Judging by the completed circuitry, the blown fuse and emergency lighting, not to mention the centralised blast radius and half-ton of shredded Hessian bloomers... And the entrails! I would hazard a guess that... And the blood! Herman, calm yourself. It is clear to me that the late Dame Parabola has indeed tested the circuitry on direct current against my advice, and with very clear results. Orianus, my love! I shall never forget you. I shall forever look up the craters of the moon and think of your gammon equinox. Never more will I be able to see the stars without thinking of your vast aperture. Heraclips, please. And your gibbous thighs. Oh, oh, do you see that there, Hubert? Where? Uh, By that piece of liver by the circuit breaker. Let me light a match to see better. Are you mad, man? You'll go up in flame. She was 97% proof. (laughs) Good Lord, yes. Hang on, I'll, I'll try this flashlight. Heavens, the entire fuse board is melted. After draining most of the power from the local grid, you you know what that means. That if connected to a large enough power supply, this brown noise would be immensely overpowered, perhaps engulfing an entire country in its effects. Thank goodness whomever invented it has no idea about its capabilities. Hubert, out of curiosity, who is the malign intelligence behind this? Magda von Braun. Oh, dear. I fear our agents are somewhat, uh, how do you say it, uh, clockwise fastened? Screwed? Indeed. Magda von Braun is an intellect of the highest order. She will doubtless have realized the potential and enhanced her machines already. I'd best contact the agents. No need, Hubert. I can utilize my academic credentials and get Bertism. I'll pack immediately. God help you, shirts and strange trousers. Meanwhile, in the Von Braun Grand Library, a sweating fuchs, who I must say sounds nothing at all like me, dropped a bound and gagged ambassador's strange trousers onto the floor in front of Dr. Von Braun. She stood silhouetted against the flickering flames of the black marble hearth, glancing down at the bound ambassador with a nod and look back up at her assistant. Frank Doctor, I have brought the ambassador to you. Thank you, Fuchs. I assume you have also done as asked and installed the perimeter security speakers. Indeed I have, Frau Doctor. The cognitive digester electromagnetic delivery systems are powered and ready to use. I think, Fuchs, I prefer the name Brown Noise. Copyright patent pending. I have come to admire its simple yet decisive description. It is dependable. Unlike you, your failures in Berlin have disappointed me. Uh, I can explain. Uh, It is of no matter. As it happens, it was more of a temporary setback. Rather than obliterate the entire staff, we seem to have merely clogged the Berlin sewage system for an evening. Young Eva's idiot boyfriend has been made aware of the commotion at the embassy that has given us access to the entire radar network. All we need to do is make some calibrations, perhaps realign the chemical resonance to black pudding or perhaps kippers. And then we can transmit the brown noise to the entirety of the continent and beyond. 
But, my mistress, what of the agent from the tunnels? He did not succumb to the device and has survived. Indeed, my dear folks, indeed. But this is where we have what the idiot English call an ace in the sleeve. We do? Yes. Ambassador Strange Trousers has a very famous wife. And gag the poor fellow if you will, please. What the devil are you talking about? My wife is in sales. It's that other fellow you want. He's a spy. I met him at the Russian embassy a few years ago. If there's a diplomatic issue here, it's his fault. Ah, my dear ambassador. How naive. Sales. What job allows you unlimited travel? The power to spend weeks away in exotic countries with unrestricted budgets, but relatively very little paperwork to complete at home. Being the British Prime Minister? (laughs) Which one? I get confused recently. No, no, I see what you're saying. And that shirt's japper does seem to hang around a lot. (laughs) You see, folks, the dear ambassador gets it. So why am I here? Oh, you're the bait. You see, your wife and her partner in espionage are the only threat to my plan to make my own Third Reich. Once lured here, I shall dispose of both of them and your good self using my new and improved brown noise emitter, protected intelligent property. But, Frau Doctor, how might we protect ourselves? At such a close range, it plugs men at work. Oh, this is where your unfortunate failure in Berlin has been of use. Your explanation of the survival of Agent Colonel Schertz was of great interest. Behold, I have these. Wundermuffs? Not quite. They are bespoke Harman Kurter Mayer Ehrenschützer. Gesundheit. Silence! They are bespoke noise-cancelling and superior German Wundermuffs. Made of composite steel and reich cement. They will withstand any assault. The British agents will have no chance. No chance. At all. <laughs> Mine is still superior. <laughs> Embassy in Berlin, Agent Strangecrousers paced back and forth near the doorway to the Grand Ballroom. Lord Bandemschmuck was hosting another of his massive... Don't even say balls! Soirees. The Chief of the Reich Air Force ate oysters, the Information Minister chatted quietly to an Italian highways engineer, and that nice Spanish general quietly pocketed all the hazelnut truffles from the circulating trays. Mrs. Strangetrousers, heaven woman, stop pacing, do have a drink. No, thank you, Lord Smock. After last night's terrible events, I'm dreadfully worried about my husband and I'm awaiting news. I've told you forget about all that Lord Smock rubbish. It's, it's bants to me, friends and colleagues. But I'm neither. With your husband out of the way, you know you could be. Lord Smock! I hate to interrupt you both, but the Dean of the University of Geneva wishes to speak to Mrs. Strangetrousers. University? <laughs> Ghastly places. I went to one once. <laughs> Don't remember much. Something about a pig's head and mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, who remembers all jolly good fun, though? <laughs> or 
Well, I'll leave you to it. Uh, please join me, Kleindarm, and I'll need a translator. Ah, uh, Heinrich, I'm glad you're here. Let's talk about that order for brown cotton you have. Thank you, Professor. You said the Dean of Geneva University, but that's... Indeed, Agent Strange Trousers, it is I. Oh, Heraclips! Oh my, it's good to see you again, Herman. Where's Dame Parabola? That's a sticky subject. Oh dear, have you had an argument again? No, no, just that she has exploded whilst working on a replicated brown noise device. Professor Lesabas is still washing down the walls. Oh my, that's horrible. This is why I am here, Agent Strangehouses. Hubert and I discovered something you need to know. Uriana's connected the device to the mains grid using direct current. The influx of power caused an instantaneous and cataclysmic example of this new brown noise. We feel if Dr. Von Braun has also found this out, then she could endanger the whole of Europe. Oh no, I must tell Horatio. Is he not here with you? No, he's left to find Schloss Von Braun alone. He, um, found out that I have a son. Heavens! That is quite a thing to find out. I know. Particularly as you and he have been having an illicit relationship for years. Yes, I am aware, Heraclips. And, of course, now he has reason to rescue your husband in order for you to continue to have a family life together with your son, with whom he has only just found out about. Yes, Herman, I think the audience has enough of an idea by now. I imagine the poor chap is in quite some turmoil. Possibly he could need some help... Go find him, Triumph, if only to be at his side one last time, eh? You're right, Herman. I'll go now. The German rail system is remarkably quick. I'll catch up in no time. Good luck, Agent Strangehouses. Now, where are those hazelnut truffles I've heard so much about? As the ambassador quivered in fear at the unfolding Argel madness around him, a black-clad figure slowly ascended the sheer cliff face of the mountain upon which Schloss Braun was built, protected by nothing but a rope and a bad mood. The figure, that is, not the Schloss. That was looking quite cheerful with its view of the Alps and distant yodlers. <clears throat> oh, Horatio, how manly. Ugh. If Mr. Honesty comes calling, we're not at home. Ah, you've either been a teacher or a mother. Ah, well, Horatio, you called it long ago. <sighs> oh, at last, a ledge. Whew. Yes, you called it, and you ignored it. How could you be so blind? Uh, uh, you weren't blind, Horatio. I thought I could keep my two lives separate. Triumph, what are you doing up here? Haven't you got a child to raise? I know you're angry. Angry? Angry? No, no, Triumph, I'm not angry. I'm a fool. I'm disappointed with myself. Oh, Horatio, you're not a fool. Really? I've battled powerful plastic pomades, defeated 50-foot monkeys made of cheese, and I'm now working to rescue the husband of the wife I'm having an illicit affair with, who's also the father of her secret child, from the scheming machinations of a woman who wants to turn the world into a brown trouser tornado. Sometimes I wonder what else is a forgery. You'll be telling me next that I'm not a handsome, dark-haired chap in his thirties, but some tired, look, tired, grey-haired looking old geezer. I think you're overthinking things. I think I, I feel. I think I feel sick. It must be the altitude. Here, take this. I picked it up from the local pharmacy. It'll help settle your stomach. 
runs away. Ooh, peach flavour. Horatio, you weren't meant to swallow it. Hmm? What? What would I do with it? It's a suppository. It's supposed to go... Yes, thank you. Uh, Feeling better? uh, Less sick. Still feeling stupid. I don't think there's anything we can do about the present situation until we've rescued your husband. Perhaps we could talk afterwards. I will hold you to that. Les Mass sent news. If the brown noise generator is linked to a nationwide-powered communication system, such as the Reich radar, then the entire continent is doomed. How did he find that out? Dame Parabola blew herself up. Every cloud a silver lining. <laughs> I followed a newly laid cable from Vienna here. The main connection has already been made. We must stop Von Braun. Mm, indeed. Well, just behind this ledge is the garden of the castle. And under the castle must be the laboratory and secret dungeon of Dr. Brown. Like the antelope of ambivalent velocity, we must leap into the aid of the righteous and subdue the armadillo of evil by cracking its impenetrable shell. Sometimes, Tilly, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Oh. But don't move. Not yet. Look. There. And there. Are they moisture-repellent outdoor speakers? Maybe they have soirees in the garden. I doubt it. Look, look at that cute little squirrel. It's exploded. That must be the ground zero of a vaporised rabbit. It's a brown noise security system. Look, the guards over there. They're wearing Wonder Muffs by Himmelkrippin Haig. Isn't it lucky I picked up a pair myself? Oh, and in manly true love blue, too. How fetching. I also have a pair. I also have a pair. Ah, Professor Kleindarman. How did you get up here so fast? Did Command have any updates? In a manner of speaking, yeah. Hang on, hang on. This is incredibly lazy writing. We've done this before. Yeah, but it keeps working, doesn't it? <laughs> well, hurry up, Professor. The suspense is killing me. Indeed, Agent Strange Trousers. It may very well do. Tilly, that's not Kleindarman. No, Colonel Schatz, it is not. Frau Doctor requires your presence advance. Fuchs, you really do sound like Kleindarman. And just how will you overcome the two of us? Oh, shot again. This is the second time in two plays. Now, Agent Strange Trousers, there is now just the one of you British agents. Will you come along willingly, or do I need to entice you further? I shall not go onward into that good night without the righteous badger of... Enticement dispensed. The doctor will see you now, Agent... Keep working on it. Although mine is still better. Not an hour later, Agent Triumph Strange Trousers awoke, chained to a dark, moss covered wall, gagged and wearing nothing but her underclothes. Not unlike the average booth at the Weatherspoons up the road. Where am I? Oh, my head. Hello, Triumph. Austin? Good God, are you all right? Are you harmed? What's that bizarre contraption you're locked in? I'm currently unharmed, at present. They've shut me in this sound chamber with lots of big gramophone speakers attached to that... Massive generator thing over there. I have no idea what's going on, Triumph. 
Is Bentley okay? Brown noise admitters. Oh, Austin, my poor husband. Bentley is fine. I've left him with Lord Bantam Smock back in Berlin. He's studying with that lovely Odloons fellow he's chums with. Studying? You know he needs all the help he can get. That boy is useless in a test. You'd know all about that, wouldn't you? Being as well informed as you are. Austin, I meant to tell you. I really did. It's just you had your career and Bentley was getting older. Why didn't you just tell me? How can a wife tell her husband about such behaviour? Well, I must say I'm not surprised someone of your calibre was bound to attract attention. You knew? All along? Oh, Austin, I'm so ashamed. I've betrayed you. As a wife, a mother. Well, now I know, don't I? It's not like I can tell the chaps at the snooker club, is it? I've made such a big zero of things. I'm a terrible... Hang on. Austin, what are you talking about? You being a spy. Me being a spy. That's only what we're talking about, isn't it? Oh, yes. Terribly glamorous, isn't it? I mean, it would be if we actually survived this scene, at least. I imagine you've got all sorts of tales to tell, foul deeds and furtive trysts against the evil in the dark, all alongside your heroic, platonic and honourable partner, Agent Schertz. <laughs> yes, trysts. Uh, against evil, yes. Heroic work partner, yes. All very exciting, Austin, yes. I imagine the good colonel is coming to save us now, yes? It's all a set-up. We're about to be freed as he comes swooping in, all guns blazing. The only swooping occurring, Ambassador, is the wings of the birds feasting on the late Colonel Schertz's flesh somewhere above us. Standing under the imposing stone portal of the doorway to the dungeon stood Magda von Braun, flanked by her servant Fuchs. The doctor wore a set of obsidian scrubs tucked into a pair of mother-of-pearl thigh-high jackboots. Her forearms and hands were encased in gauntlets made of the finest Reichsteel, and ruby-painted lips grimaced behind a chainmail surgical mask made of diamonds and emeralds. Again, wholly inappropriate for either medical or technical work. It was no wonder we... Uh, they lost the war. Magda von Braun. That is Dr. von Braun to you. Calm yourself, Fuchs. It is no matter. The good ambassador only has a little time left in this world, and we have answers to seek. What do you mean, a little time? What are you planning, you fiendish faux pharmacist? <gasps> Alliteration! Again! This is most disappointing. I expected more from the great age on strange trousers. What? Maybe a speech? No doubt you're about to launch into a two-paragraph piece of exposition detailing your birth, upbringing and sad story to develop a nuanced yet plausible reason as to why you're attempting to achieve your ultimately evil and corrupt final goal. Why would I do that? I just want to see the world burn. And we will be beginning with the painful evaporation of Ambassador Strange Trousers whilst his lovely but doomed wife lives on. Fuchs! Please start the generator. As you wish, Frau Doctor. As you will now observe, Agent Strange Trousers, should I pull this large and incredibly ornate and scientifically pointless brass lever here? 
the pent-up energies in the new and improved brown noise generator will flow through these vials into the speakers and within seconds vaporize your husband from the inside out, starting with his lower intestine. You monster! You'll never get away with this! Really? As it is, my servant has easily shot your erstwhile partner, the great Colonel Schertz. Really, I was expecting a much more elaborate plot here. I hardly think it's been worth the entrance fee. (laughs) 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 That's getting much better. Oh, danke. Mine is still superior. (laughs) Ah, so he's not out for the count. Come on, Horatio. They'll never suspect he's coming. Why is he not out for the count? He got coated with a plastination pomade, fighting a Russian gangster. Why not listen to the Kremlin candidate, available on wireless on demand through Himmler-Kribben Hague? Enough with this exposition. It is tiresome, and the gentleman at the back is falling asleep. Folks, secure the ambassador's cell. Yeah, Frau Doctor, let me just close this convenient crate in the floor that the writer left here. Not so fast! Agent Schertz, you're alive! Did you not just hear the exposition and crude plug about an earlier show? Take that! And that! That's Fuchs taken care of. Come on, Austin, let's get you out of this cell. It is too late, Agent Schertz. I shall vaporise you both. Quick, I've picked the lock on these cuffs. Let's get you out of here. I have begun the process! Doctor, they are escaping the brown noise cell. Austin, find a way to get your wife down. I'll shut the door to this cell. Oh, this is most exciting. Please, the noise. Doctor, Doctor, nine! Dr. Von Braun, I appear to have destroyed your speakers, the cell, and, oh, your servant, too. What a shame. Your fiendish plan has failed. Give up. Quick, Tramp. Uh, Let's get you out of these cuffs. Oh, I feel quite manly about all this. The key's on the floor, there, near the piece of Fuchs's left earlobe. That's right. Quick now, uncuff me. Ah, Colonel Schertz, you disappoint me still further. Do you think me a fool? I am Magda Imgard Volkenrath von Braun. I am a genius. And that agent is merely a testing cell. This is the real powerhouse behind my plan. What did you just press? A button. Uh, yeah, I think that's obvious, but the audience are quite on the edge of their seats. Could you tell us what that button does? The Vulcanrath von Braun noise generator, patent pending, requires no speaker system. It uses radar now. In moments, all unprotected living creatures in 1147.394, maybe five kilometers, will evaporate painfully. That was very precise. Thank you. You'll kill yourself, though. Oh, no. I have these. Wonder Muffs. My partner and I each have one of those. So again, your plan is doomed. Oh, yes, by Himmler Crippin Hague. I've always wanted a pair. Horatio, Austin doesn't have any. Excellent. I shall enjoy watching him splatter over both your faces. That was a little graphic for my taste. Ah, 
The final stage of the cycle. I must say, this is very powerful. Even the walls are cracking. Say goodbye to the dear ambassador. Austin, here, take my wonder muffs. Again, quite graphic, don't you think? No, Tilly, Tilly, you've got a child to think about. Austin, take mine. Save yourselves. I'll stay here. You'll die. Better to stand against the charging buffalo of evil and attempt to sidestep the herring of fate in the vain hope Lady Luck flashes her wings, eh? I think I know what you mean. Austin, put these on. Let's go. I'll never forget you, Horatio. Run! Run! (laughs) You can't outrun my creation. It's you and me, Von Braun. Your machine's bringing your entire house down. I will build another on your gaseous remains. (laughs) Why are you not crippled in pain? Why do you not explode? Should I? The machine is now at full capacity. What have you done to stop the cramps? Runs away! Temporary protection for me, but not for you. Come to Shirtsy, you brown lederhosen fiend. Stay away from me. I am a scientist, a thinker. Leave the ear, Wonder Muffs. Mein Ohrenschutzen! And now I have your Wonder Muffs, Von Brown. Let's see if you like a taste of your own medicine. Do you, Doctor? weeks later, when Agent Strangecrowsers reported back to HQ. Sir Royce had retired to his isolation tank and Gertie Gartestrap took elaborate minutes using a leather-bound notebook and rubber-tipped fountain pen complete with cat or nine-tails finger grip. And that's the last you saw of Dr. Von Braun and Colonel Schertz? Yes. I looked after the fires and searched through the rubble, but Nothing. I guess both were vaporised when the Von Braun machine exploded. Oh, Triumph, I'm I'm so sorry. It's okay, Professor. He gave everything so Austin and I could be with my son, Bentley. He's a hero in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sir Royce asks if you require any further leave before your next assignment. I've decided to retire, Miss Garterstrap. My son has apparently passed his entrance exams alongside his little friend Leyland and I don't think it's good for family to work together. At least, not until the writer runs out of ideas. <laughs> Wise move, it could be a while, I hear. Goodbye then, Agent Strange Trousers. It's been good working with you. Goodbye, everyone. Good luck for the future. Should we, should we tell her the Colonel is still alive, do you think? Mm. Sir Royce thinks it's better for Agent Shirts to be assigned someone where he'll have no contact with Mrs Strange Trousers or her son. Given that Sir Royce is a family friend of the Strange Trousers, he believes it more prudent for all concerned that Horatio Shirts stay... dead. Is that really what Sir Royce thinks? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
Yes. <laughs> at least, at least tell me he's somewhere pleasant, exotic, exciting. Cape Town, Acapulco, Shanghai. Oh, we'll send him somewhere appropriate. Good Lord. And what of me? Have you considered my request for promotion? I have Heraclipse's reference of good faith here. Ah, Sir Royce is very sorry, but we're transferring in a new head of R&D. Someone without whom we could never have solved the scientific mysteries of the brown noise, patent denied, without whom the tragic demise of Dame Parabola would surely have crippled the department. A scientific hero in his own time. Professor Hermine Clip. Time to get naked, everyone! Oh, please get some clothes on, Hair Eclipse. You're making the leather sweaty. Surely not! Your application will be reviewed again in the future. I think the laboratory needs a tidy. Perhaps you'd like to get to it. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be getting along then. Now you know... The rest of the story's not in the report. That old coot, Royce, agreed to keep me dead and sent me away from the agency, away from causing any more problems and away from everything to the darkest, most inhospitable reaches of the globe where only nature, inbreeding and a sense of danger prevailed. Norwich. Good! Colonel, that's, a, that's quite a story. How tragic. Colonel, I had no idea. No one did. That's not quite true, Horatio. Triumph? Mummy, when did you get here? And where did the tea lady go? I think she was the tea lady, Bentley, all along. Where was this written? In a pub? <laughs> Very likely. Oh, Horatio, I never got to say sorry and thank you for saving us. After the mustard business a few years ago, I realised you were still alive. And it's taken until now to pluck up the courage to see you. I see your agent skills are still sharp. It was nice to hear our story told. How romantic. Oh, this is quite heartwarming. I feel I need a cheroot to celebrate. Hang on, shirts. You leave my mother alone. Like a fishmonger of doubt, I smoke the haddock of desire. For who but the oracle of despair shall see the carrier of truth? And I think you know what I mean. Bentley, dear, your father was right. You sound too much like me. Do shut up. Tilly, I I didn't know the full story. Maybe I'd been too long in Norfolk. You know, it's not normal there. I think think we've got a lot to talk about. Would you like to get a cup of tea? Milk? One sugar? I still remember your order, you know. I know a nice cafe around the corner. I promise it doesn't have a secret intelligence service behind the counter. Wait a minute. Shirts, you can't leave. Why ever not? Well, who's in charge? You've got to stay. Away from my mother. Hmm. Odloons. Colonel? I promote you, Leyland Odloons, to acting director of MI6 and a quarter, rescinding all demotions, promotions and organisational changes. Effective immediately. Oh, uh, golly. Well, i better decide on the new filing system. Uh, the folders will need to be new colour-coded. Uh, the binders will require a clear typeset. And, of course, there won't be enough paper clips. Oh, and the rebranding of the departmental pencils. Oh, heavens, where shall I start? 
But, Colonel, my, my promotion. Professor Greatermass will kill me. Odloom's in charge? That gigantic, pompous, nine-course walrus back in R&D? Just who's going to stop the infidel communist now? I'm sorry, Strange Trousers. That's no longer my problem. Come on, Tilly. Let's get that cup of tea. <laughs> Come back! Come back! Shirts! 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 <laughs> Doctor Nine was written by Richard Potter, based on characters created by Darren Gooding and Damien Bell, and featured Richard Potter, Sarah Ellen Young, Dave Hughes, Mary Bolan, Darren Gooding, Damien Bell, and Sarah Jane Derrick. Music by Darren Tansley, Tina Gooding, and Stuart Armitage. Recording by Stuart Armitage at the Headgate Theatre. This is an I Hear Voices Theatre Company production.